0: The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 769-0600. And now, let's join the upfront panel. And a good Thursday morning to you, everyone. Thanks for being here on this beautiful fall day. My name is John Brand, filling in for Roger Bouchard. Actually, we switched. We switched. Roger and Chris uh, switched with me for Thursday instead of Friday. So don't look at your calendars and don't be afraid that you missed Thursday somehow. I should say you missed Friday. This is Thursday and uh, so good to be here. And I get a couple extra minutes today, which is nice. Although I I, I find Bob Martin's real estate uh, question of the week to be highly engaging. We're not going to get that in this show today, and I don't think Chris is going to have it tomorrow either. So uh, as we move forward, we get a little extra time here on the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI. So why am I here on a Thursday instead of a Friday? Well, I'm here on a Thursday because tomorrow I'm doing something else that's media-driven. It's been a long time, and uh, I'm very happy about it. My... Friend Jim Hummel reached out to me and asked me do I want to be a guest on the lively experiment now in case you don't know what the lively experiment is that is a political roundtable show which I enjoy very much and uh, that is on Rhode Island PBS so that's channel 36 here in Rhode Island whether you have Cox whether you have uh, Verizon or using a good old HD antenna, you'll be able to catch it. It airs on Friday night, I believe 7 to 7.30, but they also air it on Sunday morning as one of the Sunday morning news shows. So if you get a chance, check out this week's lively experiment. It'll have myself, Arlene Violet, and Dr. Pablo Rodriguez speaking with the moderator, Jim Hummel, about all things political, whether it be state, Local, federal, and you know that's the kind of things I love because that's the kind of things we talk about here on the Upfront show, especially when I'm hosting the show. But we talk about those things with you because it's a talk show, and a talk show is only as good as its callers. So I want to hear from you today, should you so choose, and I think some of the topics that we're going to talk about uh, is going to be very relevant to you and something you're going to want to weigh in on. And when you hear something that you want to weigh in on, please call me at 766-1380-769-0600. And of course, toll free, 1-800-949-9674. You can also email upfront at WNRI.com. And uh, I'll be happy to read your email, assuming I can get to it, assuming I can find it. High-tech stuff here at WNRI. So what do I want to start out with? I'm going to start out with something very brief, very local, but very frustrating. And for me, frustration is when I see yesterday's Winsocket call. I pick up the Winsocket call and I say to myself, why am I still paying for this? Why am I doing this to myself? You know, they say that local news is dying on the vine, but this is why. I mean, if you saw yesterday's paper, you know why. There's a story about a Woonsocket man at the Rentham outlets that occurred. And that story was covered by every news outlet, every newspaper, everything, everywhere. The Woonsocket Call ran a front page story above the fold and onto page A2 about the fact That the mayor of Woonsocket adopted a dog. City has new first pup. One, the city does not have a first dog. No one in the city cares about the dog. And number two... Why write a story about adopting a dog? Like, is is, is it that slow? Is it that... uh, Has it gotten that sad... I mean, how about the stories that are out there now? The things that are said by elected officials, that there are no questions ever asked of elected officials. There's no follow-up of any elected officials. There's no accountability by our local press. It's all drivel. First of all, let me say that charitable acts are the acts that you never hear about. With charity comes humility. So if it's an act about getting a dog from an animal control center, great. I encourage everyone to go out and rescue dogs. That's awesome. But I'm paying, and it ain't cheap. I'm paying a newspaper so I can read a story about the mayor of Woonsocket who adopted a dog. Who cares? That's simple. Who cares? Rather than being a news outlet that just merely regurgitates press releases to any elected official, the reason why you have the government that you have in this city and in this state and in this country is simple, because the press allows the elected officials to get away with whatever they want to get away with and either runs cover for them or does nothing to hold them accountable. So rather than seeing something, anything that is newsworthy, I have to read about the mayor of Woodsocket getting a dog from an animal control center. That's not even in socket. And somehow that's news. I just don't think I can go on with this relationship, socket Call. I just don't think I can continue any longer. It just doesn't seem to bring value, you know? Media should bring some sense of value, some sense of accountability. I mean, does anybody remember anything did you, do you think that this would happen if Denise Peralt was still at the Woonsocket call? Like, if, if, if there were still a semblance of anyone who wanted anything regarding truth, regarding accountability, no. But that's what you get. You get the government and you get the media that you deserve. And that's the sad part. That's my commentary on the local level. On the state level, oh, let me just back up for one second and say i don 't this isn 't personal against this mayor incidentally i don 't care who the mayor is i don 't want to read a story about any mayor getting a dog i really don 't I want some news okay so for anyone who's saying well he 's just saying that because you know he doesn 't like the mayor no i don 't care like i don 't I love dogs like and i I encourage rescues. Well, this is not about the mayor. This is about the Winsaki call. And the journalistic malpractice that they, that, they, that, that they execute each and every day. So, that is a, uh, that's my local take. Not my state take. Have you heard about the Biden administration dumping illegal aliens into states and neighborhoods? Unvaccinated, untested, unvetted illegal aliens being jetted into Florida, being jetted into Long Island airports in the middle of the night. The White House denied it wasn't happening because they said, well, they're not early, they're they're, they're not middle of the night flights, They're, they're early morning flights, so those middle of the night flights aren't happening. Do you remember Baghdad, Bob, from the first Gulf War? When he said "All is well, all is well," we're 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 beating the Americans. We'll have a glorious victory. Jen Psaki of the White House is the Baghdad Bob of our time, by the way. But I digress. So Senator Ted Cruz put forward legislation, and it, it was genius. Not that I wanted to go through, at least not on the Rhode Island portion, but it said. That we are going to open new illegal alien processing centers and those processing centers are going to be placed on Cape Cod, on Martha's Vineyard, on Nantucket, on Block Island and all the other places where the cultural elite love to call home. Now, what's the resistance there? They'll, they'll love to say, yeah, let's send them to Florida. Let's send them somewhere where we don't live. Let's send them somewhere where we don't have to see. So naturally, it's tongue-in-cheek legislation. They're not, this, you know it's never going to pass. But the point is to call out the left for its rampant hypocrisy, which, of course, knows no bounds, has no ceiling. So the legislation isn't going to go anywhere. But of course, there had to be reaction from Rhode Island legislators. One of them is the lieutenant governor of Rhode Island, Sabina Matos. And what did she say? She said that Rhode Island would be happy to welcome these new Americans. I wish I had the sound effect of breaking right now. Just er, new Americans. These aren't new Americans. These are illegal aliens. There's a process to be called a new American. There's a naturalization and immigration process that needs to be followed. You go through tests. You wait in line. You do it the right way. These are not new Americans. But Sabina Matos said, we'll gladly Take any of these new Americans and welcome them with open arms here in Rhode Island. The lieutenant governor of the state of Rhode Island is saying that we, as a state, will gladly welcome illegal aliens into our state. Please think about that and what that means. You have to take an oath of office. To uphold the constitution of the state of Rhode Island and uphold the constitution of the United States of America. But saying as a policy that we will happily welcome legal aliens into our state is ridiculous. But it only goes to show what you can expect, what you can expect in this next election cycle. Where the left is going to try to outdo itself. They are going to eat their own. The arguments on the left are going to be amongst the candidates that are trying to get a Democratic nomination. You know, I am, more, I am for illegal aliens. No, I'm for illegal aliens more. I love abortion. No, I love abortion more. I'm for keeping kids masked. No, I think we should keep them mass forever. It's going to be bedlam. Okay, And you're just going to hear the most ridiculous policy positions as they pander to the far left. And the only loser here is me and you. The only loser here is anyone that really cares about this state, about this country and what you're seeing. I think if there was a real Republican candidate here in the state of Rhode Island that could just talk sense to the silent majority, just talk sense and not try to be the anti left, but just say, look, I'm just not I'm going to ignore these people because these people are just crazy. Okay, here's what I think the state of Rhode Island needs. And just talk sense to people. But here we are in the month of October. In the waning days of October, mind you, 10 days left to October, still no declared Republican candidate. That's just hard to believe for me. There's no Republican candidates for general offices at all in the state of Rhode Island. And I'm not saying... That I support Republican candidates as a whole and that this is a Republican versus Democrat thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's no alternative voices. There's no voices of reason. They're just leaving us hang out here and say, oh, my God, we have to choose from the best of a bad lot. That the front runner is the incumbent, Dan McKee. And Dan McKee has tacked hard left to appease the left, like they all have. And he's got a lieutenant governor who's saying, we welcome illegal aliens to the state of Rhode Island. And now they're going to pass laws that say, we're going to give free college tuition. To whether you're here illegally or not illegally, you're going to get free college tuition. Nothing is free, people. Nothing is free. You pay for that, and I pay for that. That's your tax dollars at work. And frankly, I didn't sign up for that, and I don't think you did either. Good morning, and welcome to The Upfront Show.
1: Good morning, John. You know, I'm going to say... I've been there. I've tried to be reasonable. I couldn't get elected. You know what? My attitude is now, when I retire, I'll go to a state where I can get elected to federal office. And we're just going to have to start coming out with punitive measures against all these states for violating the constitutional law. Because the idea of separating America into two different countries, the left country and the right country, understand if you do that, the left country will come after the right country that's how it worked it would be like committee creating another china another russia to come after what was left we we have to seize power on a federal level and come into states rhode island and just tell them you know what you're you're the governor fine we have a law just made specifically for you you're using your position to violate constitutional law we're grabbing you and we're throwing you in jail that's the end of it and we have to do that throughout all these liberal states where they are violating constitutional law and violating the citizens' constitutional rights. I believe it's Title 18, Chapters 241 and 242. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, no,
0: that's an interesting take, and I appreciate the call. I mean, that's that's definitely... uh, But I, I, I agree with you that going to a southern state in which things are at least seemingly sane definitely is an attractive option. Hey, thanks for the call. I mean, I don't think that I'm looking to throw... Elected officials in jail. But I know there's plenty of elected officials out there now who truly should be thrown on the trash heap of history. Because their policies just do not jibe with what common sense, clear thinking, tax paying, law abiding Rhode Islanders want in their state in their city, and in their nation, each and every day. Hey, I got some great topics coming up after this break. If you can imagine, comedy is now being protested. We're going to talk about that, and we're also going to talk about, I got to say congratulations to all you women out there. Did you know that yesterday, women finally broke the glass ceiling? At least that's what the mainstream media is telling you. That's up next, here on 1380 AM and FM WNRI. Time out for Champs Liquors for Keyway,
2: 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket. Champs reintroduces flip-flop wines. And listen to this. We have two bottles of flip-flop for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, Regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10. Mix and match. Still on sale, Tisdale Wines from California in six varieties, including Pinot Grigio, Merlot Cabernet, White Zinfandel, Chardonnay, and Moscato choices. And yes, it's two bottles for $10. Share in life's endless possibilities with Tisdale Vineyard's quality wine experiences. And we continue the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light, 30-pack, 2647 plus tax. New hours for the convenience of customers 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. So, for a great selection of beer, wine, and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors 481 Clinton Street. Have a question? 765 1800 and speak to Mike the Manager. The go-to place for authentic Italian dining is Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. Over 20 Italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our Sicilian-style pizza. Build your own while you choose from your veggies, meats, and cheeses. And, of course, our traditional family-style chicken dinner is offered every day. Savini's Pomodoro on Rathbun Street with affordable accommodations for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, and business meetings. Close Mondays open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 4, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. 476 Rathbun Street,
0: Socket.
3: Hi, this is Gina Savini, inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses. Savini's or Ciro's, perfect for any event.
0: The housing market is changing, and it appears that interest rates will be rising. If you are serious about selling your house or buying a new home, Don't hesitate. Call Marge Jacob today. A broker with REMAX Town & Country and 47 years experience in real estate, Marge knows the market. Call Marge Jacob at 529-0831 and know she'll return your call promptly. Don't wait. Call Marge today, 529-0831. Marge Jacob, broker, 47 years experience and always there for you. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront A radio internet talk show Now, let's get back to the panel And we're back with the panel of one here On the Upfront radio show I am your host, John Breen Here on this Thursday Doing a little switch up You can check me out on a lively experiment This Friday, this weekend Or even online on demand PBS.org, I believe Just check out a lively experiment I saw a headline yesterday that blew my mind. And this is apart from the other topics I was teasing earlier. Listen to this, okay? In highly vaccinated New England, the hospitalization rate right now for kids under 17 is about 7 per 10 million. This is not a typo. 7 out of 10 million, and we're still masking, making kids wear masks at recess outdoors and indoors. Seven out of 10 million. This is less than a one in a million chance of a pediatric COVID hospitalization. For reference, the chance of a child being struck by lightning is one in 500,000. If we continue masking kids the way that we are, okay, we should certainly never let them out on a rainy day, which is twice as dangerous. 7 per 10 million for hospitalization for kids under 17. And just yesterday, the CDC director said... That the agency will still recommend mass in schools when vaccines for children's ages 5 and 11 are 5 through 11 are authorized. Number one, if your kid is within 5 through 11 years old, they don't need to be vaccinated. They have the best natural immunity possible. It's called being a kid. They don't need it. They are the least. We're talking about a 99.9 plus percentage rate of survival, of COVID. We have gone mad, people. Mad. It is never going to end. They said we have to be vigilant going into the winter. People get colds. That's still, that's still a thing. Colds. Seasonal cold and allergies. Remember those? People get the sniffles. They cough. They get a sore throat. doesn't have to be COVID. It just is. Remember the old saying, well, we we can send a man to the moon, but we can't cure the common cold. Remember that one? That still exists. That didn't change. What we need is a school board, a school committee, administrators somewhere in this state to say, nope, we're done. Taking the masks off. It's up to parents. You want to mask your kids, mask your kids. We're taking the mask off in our school district. But you know what's going to happen? Well, we can't do that because Ride said we can't do that. Screw Ride. How's that? This is what we're doing. What are they going to do? Stop the money? They're not going to pay for kids in school because you're not, you're, you're not going to mandate masks? This is where it comes to, to see the strength of the suburban communities. It always happens. Boroughville and Gloucester, Foster. Out in those communities. They're the ones that end up saying, forget this. And they're the renegades. How about if, I should say, it would be great if all school committees could do this. But we know that there are communities in this in this state that would never do it. Because they're far left communities that are just driven by mass hysteria events like this. You know, the people that are driving by themselves with masks in their cars. These are the people that are elected in some of those communities, okay? But I'm talking about a maverick school committee, board, elected official that says, forget it, we're done. And why are we done? Because kids under 17 have a 7 per 10 million rate. Chance of getting hospitalized, hospitalized for COVID. Seven in 10 million. You can count that. On two hands. You can use your fingers. Go ahead. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You can't count 10 million on your hands. That's how crazy this is. Take the masks off the kids. Move on. That's what we have to do. This is insanity. We have become controlled by this government, by this media, and have fallen victim to a mass hysteria event. You want to wear a mask? Wear one. But don't make the I have to go to court every day, and I have to wear a mask in the Rhode Island courthouses because state buildings need masks. We went a long time without masks. Now we have to wear masks again because of the Delta variant. Well, Have you heard about the Delta variant lately? No. But I do remember... 15 days to flatten the curve. Let's make sure the hospitals aren't overrun. What a joke. I can't I can't stand wearing a mask for an hour. Imagine having to be a kid wearing a mask for eight hours. Take the mask off the kids. Somebody have the courage. Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning.
4: I, so first off, I think that as far as a Republican running, I think... I'm predicting now Mike Riley is going to come out again and run,
0: because I know he likes to run. Do you remember that guy? I remember Mike Riley, but unfortunately, I remember Mike Riley. So the point is, is that we haven't had, you know, someone like, like a Don Cachery that came out like a, like a, like a guy who wasn't a politician, like a businessman that said, no, you know, like if you had like a, I don't think he's a Republican, but if you had like a John Hazen White or someone like that run, to give people a choice, you know what I mean? Um... I just don't think... I, I don't see it. I don't see it.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, no, Mike Mike was not a likable guy. He, he does not have a good personality. Very combative, right out of the gate, so... But I just, I'm just i thinking he's just going to come out and run for something, either Senate or Governor, so... Just a, just an early prediction, we'll see. But um, as far as a, a school district or, or a school board that will... I, I don't know what the structure of the, of the government of Barba looks like. I assume they have a school board, but if there's one community that will do it, it will be Barba. I mean, they have taken some um nonconformist positions in the past when it comes to gun rights and stuff like that. So I, I I I think Barville would be the school district that might do it.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you and I think that, you know, you've also got the um the the northwestern communities of Foster and, and Gloucester perhaps might Consider doing it. And then you've got the southwestern communities. I wouldn't be surprised if someone like uh, Cherahoe, like like very, very suburban communities like Cherahoe, Exeter, uh, communities like that, that would consider it. But it's got to start somewhere. I mean, this is insane. This is like because everyone just points their fingers at one another. Well, they said we have to use masks. Well, they said we have. I mean, just somebody be a leader. Someone stand up and say seven in 10 million. We're out. This is crazy. And one more thing, before
4: yeah, no, I I, has someone. But the last thing is, and I've probably mentioned this on previous calls, but I think that the school board, I think here in One Socket, should start and reject Merrick Garland's memo talking about using the Patriot Act to wiretap parents and harass parents and intimidate parents. I I don't know what I don't know why we're dragging our heels on this. I mean, I, I asked the mayor about it yesterday when she called, and I said, you know, I said, can the city count or can the school board pass a resolution and send it to? The Justice Department and tell them, no, we reject this. We have a police department. If if a parent comes in and they threaten somebody or they break the law, we have a perfectly capable police department. There's probably cops at the meeting. But, again, I I just think we need some non-conformers, some people that don't want to just conform to whatever the most popular – they don't want to – they don't want to just sit at the popular kid's lunch table and heist. I, I want someone who, like you said, a maverick who's willing to step up and challenge. But I don't see that happening either, unfortunately.
0: And I agree. And I think that there's, there's certainly, I mean, would it be ceremonial? Would it be, uh, would, it, would it send a message if the school committee and the city council together uh, sent something that said no? Uh, that, that concerned parents in our community do not equal domestic threats, uh, are not enemies of the state. I mean, it is unbelievable where this government that we have today, this president that we have today, is literally everything that they said Trump was, but wasn't. And this guy has become. It, it, it is when we are at the point where parents who are concerned... About critical race theory and things like that and books that were like in the library in North Kingston and, you know, wanting to take an active role in their students, in their children's lives are are called domestic threats. Look, you've got a real problem. We are literally in 1984, and I'm sure you've read 1984, but if any of these listeners have not read 1984, I beseech you to go ahead and read that book, or at least read it again. Nothing is more relevant. There is no piece of literature more relevant than 1984.
4: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, John. Thanks for the time this morning. Hey, thank you very
0: much. Thank you very much for the call. Great call. I'm going to tell you about another topic, then I'll get to the next call. There's a guy out there, he's a comedian. His name is Dave Chappelle. Funny guy. Funny, funny guy. Did a comedy special recently, and he made fun of a whole bunch of people. Because that's what comedy does, right? Let's go back to Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor offended people. That's what comedy is. Comedy makes you laugh, comedy offends you. They say the things that most people can't. That's comedy. Eddie Murphy raw. Remember that one? Eddie Murphy raw that special. He was vulgar. He said things. Swore a lot. Talked about homosexuality, talked about all kinds of things. But it was funny. It was actually a movie. You could go see, it was a comedy movie you could go see it. Very successful. Dave Chappelle had the Chappelle show Very successful show on Comedy Central He walked away from it Now he does comedy, comedy routines stand-up, Recorded stand-up comedy shows For Netflix In the most recent comedy show He did The stand-up routine that was recorded He made fun of transgender people <gasps> Can you believe it? He made fun of transgender people I am offended. I need to get into my safe space. Well, there was a protest in front of Netflix yesterday where employees actually walked out and joined the protest against Netflix for airing this comedy special. And I have to tell you this. This is my prime example of the left ruins everything. You've officially hit rock bottom as a human being if you protest comedy. Okay, A man shows up at this protest with a sign. The sign literally said, I like Dave. And on the other side of the sign it said, jokes are funny. i repeat that. He held a sign. I like Dave. Jokes are funny. He was accosted by the woke mob. His sign was destroyed. And he, and he was accused of hate speech. Imagine that the white woke liberal mob is accusing a white man of hate speech for defending a black comedian. That's where we are people. It's insane. The left have ruined comedy. They ruin everything. There's this great account on Twitter. It was called the DPRK News Service, and it was a, it was a, it was a joke. The DPRK News Service. It was it was it was satire. It was supposed to be an official account coming out of North Korea. Huge, funny. I follow it. I know a ton of people that follow it and Twitter shut it down for violating its terms so the guy and they have millions of followers and the guy that runs that one particular Twitter account said Twitter decided today that it violates their rules I'm not going to label parody a parody that moots the point it gives away the joke the real DPRK being North Korea. The real DPRK never complained, but one of you did. And now the account's getting shut down. One of the funniest accounts on Twitter getting shut down. For joking, for being satire, for being parody. Congratulations, Left. You've ruined comedy. You've ruined satire. You ruin everything. Good morning and welcome to The Upfront Show.
3: Good morning, John. Um, I find it very, very interesting that Mm -hmm. people um, are so involved with the COVID thing, which is taking over everybody's life uh, in areas where it shouldn't. But things like um, vehicle crashes, which are the leading cause of death among children, Mm -hmm. Um, let's say 12 years old, younger, Uh, 97,000 children were injured in 33% Thirty-three percent weren't buckled up. So you know, it, it's it's really kind of sad that the important things that they do every day are not being paid attention to. Whereas this here is um, frightening a lot of people, so they're not doing probably what they should be doing.
0: No, I, and I, and I could not agree with you more. I mean, it's 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 literally amazing that we are at the point where we are, where you have a greater chance. Look, kids have a greater chance of being killed on their school bus, being killed at the bus stop by an errant driver, okay? Getting struck by lightning. But we are making these kids wear masks every day for hours at a time for no reason.
3: And and what are we going to do when they find out, when they find out that that has provided some real problems in children when they're older? using masks constantly you're not meant to be taking in all of the air that's exhaled out of your body and you know there are definitely going to be problems because of this um there's no doubt in my mind about that
0: but i i agree with you 100 percent and i will tell you that they don't care they don't care about the
3: look well they don't see it well they don't it's it you know they they can't see it um but
0: but I they mean, don't care. But my point is, they don't care. They don't care if it causes well, problems. They don't care that this COVID thing has destroyed lives. Oh, they yeah. don't well, yeah. care that it shut down businesses. All right. When you say they the don't economy. care, you mean the government doesn't care.
3: You're not talking about parents.
0: No, not parents. Of course, parents yeah. care. Parents, okay. Most, All right. Okay. If you're a sane parent, you want the mask taken off your kids. However, right. okay. However, the government doesn't care. The government doesn't care that this COVID has destroyed businesses, destroyed lives, led to all kinds of of isolation and mental illness, just totally, totally devastated so many people in so many ways. They don't don't care. Why don't they care? Because they used it to win an election, to try to get these policies through. And if they, in their elite cocktail parties in Washington, D.C., can accumulate wealth, can accumulate power, can accumulate influence, that's all they care about. They don't care about the plebs out there like you and me. Well, it's controlling.
3: It's controlling. How far can they go and how much can they control people? That's you, really what it
0: comes And you out. saw the same thing in this state where the state of emergency. We're not in a state of emergency, but that state of emergency order continues because it gives executive power control. You saw it in the city of Woonsocket and in other cities and towns in which town halls and city halls were closed forever. And it was this. there was this notion that, you know, we're not going to let the public back into, you know, that is, uh, you know, conduct uh, uh, public business. It comes down to control, so they don't care about the ill effects. But thank it, it does. I it, thank it, you very it, much for the call.
3: Is, you're welcome.
0: Bye bye. Good morning. Welcome to the Upfront Show.
5: Good morning. I just like to add a couple thoughts with the mask. Sure. Um, I've done. I've done so much research. There's not one piece of evidence that masks work. There's not one piece of evidence that says children should be masked. This will protect them. It's actually the opposite. And my daughter herself, who's an adult, going to work eight hours, wearing a mask, ended up getting bacterial pneumonia. She had so much trouble getting rid of it until she refused to wear the mask. Now it cleared up. Please understand, forcing people to wear masks for long periods of time will cause bacterial pneumonia. Then, guess what? The doctors tried to label it because they're told to complications of covid we are being lied to we are being misled and parents this is child abuse put a mask on your child don't worry about a school board they're only human they are elected they must care about the children and when they don't parents step forward stand up for your children because nobody else will it is child abuse
0: I agree that. Thank you very much. That's a great take right there. I appreciate the call. Nope. I got to say I agree with that caller 100 percent. OK, ladies, I teased this before, and I'm going to, after this break, I'm going to let you know why you should be so proud. You did it. You made it. The glass ceiling was shattered yesterday, and I bet you can't wait to find out how. Well, you'll find out next here on the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.FM, WNRI.
2: Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery has good news. We're fully open to our customers. And our fall menu is here, including rustic apple tots with cinnamon sugar apple filling, gourmet caramel apples drizzled with chocolate, apple dumplings topped with icing and sliced almonds, apple ring cake, and muffins, including cranberry apple, pumpkin, and apple. The ice cream shop, Wright's Scoop, has some great fall Flavors too, including salted caramel, pumpkin and pumpkin Oreo, apple crisps, Sunday ice cream, and brown butter pecan. All located at 201 Socket Hill Road, North Smithfield, and our hours right now are Sunday through Wednesday, 9 to 6, Thursday through Saturday, 8 to 7. Oh, and did I tell you the cows are milk daily from 3 to 4.30 p.m. at Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery. Champs Liquors for Keyway. 481 Clinton Street, Socket, still featuring Flip-Flop Wines. A California winery that has crafted a variety of wines that are fun, fruit-flavored, with amazing taste. Listen to what we have. Two bottles of Flip-Flop Wine for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, Regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10, mix and match. And our newest wine edition comes from Italy, out The Stella Rosa Collection. It's a semi-sweet wine offered in a variety of tastes, including peach, blackberry, blueberry, watermelon, and green apple, to mention a few, and affordably priced at $11.99 or $12.99. Goes well with a wide range of appetizers, entrees, and desserts. And yes, we continue the best price in town on Bud or Bud Light, 30-pack, $26.47 plus tax. We're open daily, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. For a great selection of beer and wine and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors, 481 Clinton Street. At the CPA firm of kayakasha we believe in the value of relationships. We view every client relationship like a partnership and truly believe that our success is a result of your success. We're committed to providing close personal attention to our clients. We take pride in giving you the assurance that the personal assistance you receive comes from years of advanced training and technical experience. Dedicated and trusted for over 30 years. For kayakasha certified public accountants, with offices in Warwick at 732-8900 and socket at
4: 766-8100. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a
0: radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel and I want to tell you about an incredibly monumentous day that happened yesterday. Big day for women. But before we get there, I want to tell you what your State Department, your United States of America Department of State, was up to yesterday. Yesterday, they said it was International Pronouns Day. International Pronouns Day. We share, and and you could, and this was uh, information being shared by our Department of State. We share why many people list pronouns on their email and social media profiles. Read more here and you could go on and the U.S. Department of State could tell you all about pronouns. That's what our Department of State is doing. You know what Russia's doing? You know what China's doing? They're preparing to kick our ass. That's what they're doing. They believe... In men in those countries, they believe men have an important role. Do you know what the important role of men are in those countries? To defeat the United States of America. While we rail against toxic masculinity, oh boy, being a man and acting like a man is so bad. They have commercials in those nations that celebrate men and say, join the military. You can fight for your country. Imagine... I was at the World War II Memorial at Post-85 the other day. Had Al Bopalant last week talking about it here on the Upfront show. And I looked around and I saw the vets that were there. And I heard the stories of the men that fought early ages of 18, 19, 20, 21. And I thought, can you imagine trying to pull that together today? Can you imagine all these... Males with their pronouns and their safe spaces. <laughs> could you defend America today? I don't even know. I'm sure you could, but it wouldn't be like in, in, in after Pearl Harbor. It wouldn't be like after 9-11. Because people are too interested And their environmental justice. And their climate racism. And their pronouns. And their Green New Deals. And their nonsense. Well. Huge day. After you know. International pronoun day. By the state department. Huge day for women. And why is that? Because yesterday Rachel Levine. Yes Rachel Levine who was a man for the first 54 years of her life, was celebrated as the first female, quotation fingers, first female four-star admiral in the U.S. Health Service Corps. Rachel Levine sworn in as the first openly transgender female four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service. For anyone who says they're not trying to cancel women, they're not trying to alter the roles of men and women as though they don't exist. For anyone who celebrates this as a win for females, for women, get yourself to a mental ward quickly. 54 years this guy lives as a guy. Transitions becomes the Secretary of Health and Human Services as Rachel... And now is somehow a female. So I've got an idea. You want to have a good laugh? Take a basketball, an orange basketball, okay? And take out a black Sharpie. And write on that basketball, I identify as a pumpkin. And put it out in front of your house. Now let me ask you a question. Is that basketball a pumpkin? Because I say it is? Because I wrote on it as a pumpkin? Is it made of organic material? Does it have seeds? Does it have a stem? Can you carve into it with a knife? Was it grown in the ground? No. It's a pumpkin. A pumpkin is a pumpkin. A basketball is not that. So if I say... On a basketball, I identify as a pumpkin. Does that make it a pumpkin? Of course not. You understand that, right? Most clear-thinking individuals, most sane people can understand that. So the Secretary of Health and Human Services is not a woman because he says he's a woman. He can live his life as a woman. I have no problems with that. Live your life as a woman. You want to identify as a woman, sure, that doesn't make you a woman. So for people out there, the mainstream media who are trying to say that yesterday was a huge day for women, that women have shattered the glass ceiling, the first female four-star admiral in the U.S. health Corps services, that's a joke. That's called mind control. That's called let me tell you something over and over enough so that you believe it. And if you're like me and you rail against it, you'll be branded and you'll be canceled and you'll be silenced. The difference is I don't care. Because the truth and logic will always win. If you want to have an argument with me that Rachel Levine is a woman, I'm going to say, okay, Show me where she was born with a uterus. Show me where she can conceive. Show me how she's a female. And you can't because he's a man living as a woman, which is okay, as they said on Seinfeld. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to live as a woman? Live as a woman. But don't foist this insult onto people, onto females, onto women. And to little girls. Look, Sally, you too can grow up to be a four-star admiral in the health corps services someday. Because this person that lived like a man for 54 years did it. Give me a break, okay? Let's bring some common sense back into our lives. And that's why I ask each and every week when I'm on with you, read... Read multiple publications. Don't listen to the mainstream media. Think for yourself. Dig deep. Get informed. Get involved. It's the only way to combat this nonsense. Hey, my name is John Breen, and it's so great to be here on this Thursday. I'll miss you tomorrow, but I will be taping The Lively Experiment with Jim Hummel on Rhode Island PBS. I hope you'll give us a watch. Hope you'll find it interesting, and I hope you'll be back with me. I'll be back here next Wednesday filling in for Roger, and I'll be back again next Friday doing my usual Friday gig. So great to have you here on the show. Thanks for listening. God bless. Have a beautiful day.